Uh, I hope you don't mind uh, me recording this episode. Um, it's not going to be what I said it was going to be. Hello and welcome to the Q, name still pending, with your host, Quentin Oro Nerd, as you know me by now. It is again a Monday. It's good to see you guys. How you doing? Hope you enjoying your day. Uh, recording this on Friday, actually. So we uh, we made it through the week, you know, got some things done, did some stuff. Uh, we're going into the weekend. What that means, a uh, whole lot of nothing, really. Not, not a lot's happening this week, actually. Uh, all of the Christmas festivities start next week, so... This week is uh, a dead week, uh, spending a lot of money week, buying Christmas presents and the like, you know how that goes, um, and then, you know, of course, preparing for the holiday season. Um, so today, like I said in the intro, you know, it's not going to be financial, uh, necessarily. I mean, I will, I will uh, put out a few things. Um, no, you know what? No, I won't. I won't. I won't divulge until after January uh, what my New Year's resolutions are and uh, my plans for financial um, independence in 2021. I'll wait for a, an episode for that. So let it be known that there are things happening that I will talk about in the future. <laughs> but for now, this is what you get. So anyways, hello. How's everybody doing? Everybody have a good day? Uh, anybody enjoying the Halo Infinite campaign? Um, haven't touched it at all. Actually, haven't even paid for it. Um, I haven't played Halo in a few weeks uh, because, well, two reasons. One, Melee is sick. Main stage happened a few weeks ago. I got back into it. It was hype. Wizard of Winning was lit, of course. Uh, always a huge fan of the Optic Envy players and so him winning that was pretty hype Cat falcon players also pretty dope um so melee you know got me hyped summits actually this weekend so i'll be watching a lot of that um let's go back to back mango wins because that's how he does it when he wins once he wins again um and then he retires ahead <laughs> uh, so you know melee has been coming up in my life again um i actually just bought replacements buttons and joysticks for my controller they are neon orange to go in the all-white smash 4 uh controller it's the one with the, the fireball you know on it it's the japanese imported white edition so it is pretty uh it's high quality um i think it's a tier 2 controller it's not a tier 1 controller as far as competitive ranking goes um but it serves its job and it does it well, in my opinion, as best as I can make it. Um, I don't know any better ways to use the controller, so for me, it's as good as it's going to be for now. Um, but I just bought new buttons because my, uh, you know, the main joystick, the gray one, the one on the left-hand side is uh, fraying, I guess you could say. Like, the rivets that are in it are starting to um, flatten out, and then the edges are starting to get uh, chipped, I guess you could say. This controller is like four or five years old now, so it's gonna need it um the a and the b button are starting to lose their face buttons they're about to get smooth so figured now is as good a time as any to swap those out so shout outs to battle beaver i think is where i got these uh the little pieces from all of the 
the buttons and whatnot for the controller. Um, of course, they have they have modded controllers and notched um, cases and stuff, but I didn't buy any of those because I don't need them. They're kind of expensive. Uh, it's like thirty bucks after it's like fifteen bucks for the things and like fifteen bucks for like the speed shipping that I got. So really cheap buttons, honestly, as long as your controller is good. Um, and you know that leads me into my content pieces. I think I've talked about. Um, I'm going to do a video on cleaning the GameCube controller and then replacing the buttons on it as well. So expect that in the future. Um, I'm currently working on fixing my editing software to stop being so grainy and um, bad compression on all of the videos that come in and out of it. The rendering is really bad. Um, you can tell on some of my more recent um, gameplay videos, it's super grainy. And I'm not a huge fan of it. And the whole purpose of this video is to be high fidelity. So I need I need it to not compress so terribly. So we're gonna see how that goes. I'm using Sony, Sony Vegas 16, if that helps anybody um, understand my sadness. <laughs> um, so I gotta work on that before I can actually upload the video. So don't expect it before the new year. Um, this is probably just not gonna happen. I won't have a lot of time. Um, but that is a video idea I have for the future. Um, and then, of course, uh, after that, we'll be finding new shells and coloring them, you know, painting them and, um, you know, spray painting them, polishing them, things like that. Um, and then, I, you know, I doubt I'll get into actually notching a controller, but uh, we'll get into, you know, at least the exterior uh, modifications, just cosmetic stuff. Um, because I think it's interesting. It's not hugely um, shown on YouTube, and the people that do don't get a lot of views. So I expect it to be about the same, but having that content, um, I think, is helpful across the board as Melee gets bigger. So expect that stuff in the future. But, you know, besides that being in the way of playing any new games, I guess this technically is a new game because Anniversary Edition just came out um, on 11-11-21. Uh, Skyrim! Who could have guessed? Skyrim, they did it again. God Howard is a mad lad. He re-released Skyrim once again. Um, so Anniversary Edition adds basically everything in the Creation Club, if I'm not mistaken, or at least all of the big ones. I don't remember exactly, but a lot of the stuff's added in. Um, a few optimizations on bug fixes with a couple of the DLCs. I think a lot of the Dragonborn stuff. There's some things in Soul theme that are being fixed, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, yeah, an update, which means mods are broken. But actually, they're not. They're finally starting to get fixed right now, which is awesome. So, uh, you know, I've been diving back into Skyrim um, because as I do once a month, I checked up on the Ultimate Skyrim, and they're officially now called Wildlander, and they just went gold last week, which means that they're stopping all new development, and they're just bug-fixing and preparing for launch. So we're expecting that probably in February. Hopefully sooner would be nice, but no guarantees. Uh, soon TM, as it were. Um, so if you don't know what Ultimate Skyrim is, I'm not going to fully explain it, but basically it's a hardcore um, ultra survival version of Skyrim where it's uh, not heavily modded. I think the current mod list, uh, the load order is like 535 mods, give or take, if I'm not mistaken. I just watched a stream today about it. Uh, so I'm pretty pumped for the new experience of Skyrim. Um, I've been playing um, a roleplay character uh, roughly based off of the graphical mods that are in 
Ultimate Skyrim just to see where my PC uh, handles. And I'd say I technically would be playing on medium quality for them, but a lot of the stuff I have downscaled, at least like the render distances on everything. But uh, my mod load order is currently 67 mods for the total of zero i guess i have a few gameplay modifications i have a couple um you know the unofficial patch obviously you could have that in there um alternate starts um and that's really about it i have some i have uh ordinator and imperious of course and the rest of it is all cosmetics. Oh, I guess I use Wildcat uh, weapons modifications. But everything else is cosmetic, EMB, UI, immersion, stuff like that. So, you know, about 60 of the mods in here are to do with graphical changes. And have nothing to do with gameplay changes. So I'm pretty much playing as vanilla as I like to play. There are a lot of things that need to be fixed. Bug fixes, um, character models are iffy. Uh, animations are something that I do change. Obviously, the combat I change. Um, so for the most part, you know, and then I use... Uh, I'm working on getting Skyrim Souls uh, working so that there is no pausing, um, which then at that point I'll, e I'll put in I equip so that I can um, filter through my menus faster and more efficiently during gameplay, uh, which is always a plus. Um, but, you know, Skyrim is just such a good game. <laughs> just at its core, it's such a great game. Uh, and with that being said, you know, um, I've, I've put out a few, I put out two videos, right? On like the, the Imperial Legionnaire or something like that. I don't remember exactly what the playthrough was, but it was a modded, uh, realistic playthrough, uh, roleplay of a character that was in the Imperial Legion. Um, I think it was going to be pretty hype, but it never really got anywhere. Um, but with, uh, specifically with Wildlander coming out, I'm planning on, by the time it comes out, I will be able to record um, at a decently high level. I'll probably only record 30 frames to begin with just to conserve on computer hardware. Um, but, you know, I have plans for getting uh, a streaming PC and a gaming PC, but that won't be until probably after tax return in April will probably be the time that I get that. So don't expect um, like live streams or high quality Skyrim videos to come out until May or June, more than likely. Um, but those will come out. Uh, they will be using the Wildlander mod load order. Um, and I'll, I'll explain that in the future podcasts uh, whenever I do get around to actually doing it. But for right now, I'm just doing it out of pure enjoyment um, for myself. Uh, my current character is technically using Gondorian Ranger armor. Um, but it's a it's an archery character as you always play in Skyrim. Um, it's just the most powerful character. But uh, she's a, technically a farm hand, and then one day some bandits came along and uh, killed the guy. I can't remember his name actually at the moment, but it's the Shores um, Shoals Farm or something like that. It's right outside uh, Rorikstead, which is where I randomly spawned, so it worked out in my favor. Um, I role played wherever I was going to land, but. Um, the bandits showed up like two days after I started playing, um, and they wrecked him. And then I finally ended up killing the three of them. And then his wife was just like upset and she still doesn't talk to me, but you know, that's whatever. <laughs> um, but it's a farmhouse. It has been, it's part of JK Skyrim's, um, overhaul of 
holds and whatnot in cities. So the farm actually has a basement for followers because alternate start adds um, that, if I'm not mistaken, to that random location. So I actually can own the place, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, but regardless, uh, my character is a farmhand turned uh, revengeful farmhand. <laughs> who's going to seek out the bandits in the immediate area and, you know, take them out. So there's like Forsworn, there's a couple giant camps. There's, I think there's a vampire cave nearby, if I'm not mistaken, there. I think I saw one while I was playing an hour ago. Um, and I, of course, enlisted my friend um, Erek, the Slayer. Um, so I got to wait like about a week in game time before he actually has his armor and has some adventures under his belt so he can become my follower. And then me and him are going to clear the countryside of marauders, basically. Um, and so that character's entire arc is pretty much do that. And then after that point, join the Imperial Legion because Rokir, or not Rokir, um, Rokir's the guy that dies at the very beginning from Rorik's dead. But Rorik, sorry, himself, um, he is an Imperial Legionnaire. Um, who fought in the Great War, so we're going to follow in his footsteps to join the Legion, um, do the whole Civil War quest line um, on the side of the Imperials, uh, much to my disgust. I believe I'm... I can't remember if I'm on the side of the Nords or on the side of the Imperials. I think I'm on the sides of the Nords just to make Sydney annoyed. Um, but deep down, you know, I do believe Skyrim is for the Nords, and the Imperial Legion is being puppeted by the Altmeri Dominion, who either way is going to take over and it's going to suck for all the human beings that aren't high elves and uh, don't even get me started on what's going to happen to any dark elves in that area uh, but basically the Altmeri Dominion are trash and they suck and so if you're an ally of them you're my enemy um, so yeah I, I am playing as the Legion because it fits the roleplay of the character um, and it will be interesting to see that side of the Civil War because I've never actually finished it on the side of the Imperials so I think that's going to be the end arc of my character is they're going to finish the Civil War quest and then they're going to return home in peace and farm for the rest of their days. Um, and I'll move on to a new character. Um, I'm already planning on a new character, a battle mage. Um, I'm just trying to decide if I want to wait until I start recording to use that character, which, I mean, by the time I finish the Civil War quest, I might be recording. Because um, I think that character would be very interesting to watch because he will be a battle mage. He will use destruction, um, maces sp specifically, um, and alteration as his primary schools of combat. Um, and I haven't really fully fledged out the rest. He, it is a he for some reason. I don't know why, but I always think the battle mage is a male. And it will probably be an imperial. Um... And we'll see what happens on quest lines for all that stuff and what I end up doing with the character. But I think the Imperial Battle Mage uses a um, mace, whereas the uh, the uh, Spell Sword is usually a Breton who uses more uh, heavier destruction and uses illusion and swords instead. So there is some minor differences, at least for me, between the two. Battle Mages use heavy armor, whereas Spell Swords use light armor. Um, so there are a few differences there. So Battle Mage, it, it fits better to be an Imperial, in my opinion. Um, and I have a couple of the character archetypes that I'm going to work on that'll probably just be a part of Wildlander because a lot of their, a lot of the lore behind them are permadeath based. So that's why I would be using it in that mod pack specifically. So I have a lot of fun concepts for characters 
that I want to try out and I want to make videos on because I think people will enjoy them. Um, at least I, I will enjoy playing them. I don't know if people enjoy watching them, but uh, they will for sure be recorded and uploaded. Um, if they get live streamed, that's just another way to get in on the action actively. But uh, everything will be recorded and archived so that you can always go back and watch it um, at your own leisure. But I'm hyped, you know, I'm hyped for Skyrim. Um, it's a great game. Um, I've always enjoyed it uh, since it came out in 2011. So it's a great game. Fun game. Uh, um, I think those are the two main things. You know, Melee and Skyrim are the two classics go-tos. Um, a few bookkeeping things for Minecraft. Uh, Got to update everything because there is a uh, major Java zero day that just came out today. I won't really get into it because I haven't really fully read up on it. But basically, it's a built-in Java library that, if uh, exploited, can give the um, attacker full access to the victim's PC, which really sucks. Um, so i got to patch that out of the Minecraft server. Shouldn't be too bad. Uh, PaperMC already has number 66 onwards. You can just, it's already patched, drop it in, you're good to go. Um, and of course, your client should automatically update unless you're using a third-party launcher, in which case you should probably check to make sure they are updating it. Otherwise, stick to the main launcher until your third party has been updated. Um, yeah. And don't trust any downloads off the internet to, air quote, fix the issue either. Um, Mo Yang is fixing it automatically through their launcher, and they are releasing server updates 1.18.1 is patched for vanilla servers um, forge is being updated as far as more i can't remember the versions but they should be updated as well so get them from trusted sources only um, from the uh, developers websites would probably be best and if you're already using first party vanilla uh mojang micro or yeah mojang and microsoft's minecraft stuff you're fine if you're on bedrock you don't have to worry about it because you're not java based you are c sharp based if i'm not mistaken so should be good there um yeah so that's a bookie beyond minecraft i always do come back to that 118 is out but the server isn't fully working yet um i've still got some lagging and stability issues i got to work out on a couple different uh plugins whether i have to disable them or wait for them to get updated but i'm hoping by christmas to have it done uh, which the discord is going to get uh, a full write-up by next week probably around tuesday or wednesday next week about what my plans are but i'd like to have it done before the 23rd that way people can play while they're at home on christmas christmas eve and new year's um so hopefully we get that working and my idea is implemented effectively and efficiently uh we'll see how that happens so. <laughs> we'll see what happens um you know i don't really have much else to say i really just want to go back to playing skyrim um I got a lot of good stuff. Uh, most all of my visual effects, I have a few other things, a couple like um, animations are not in here. The HUD stuff's not in here um, and character models aren't in here. But if you go to um, Heavy Burns, he's got a video on, oh, let me scroll up here in his Discord, um, the Heavy Burns full visual mod list from his video that came out earlier last month. Yeah, last month, beginning of the month, he released a graphical overhaul, which could be up to 4K Ultra HD. However, I have everything downscaled to 1K 2K just because I have a 1070 in my machine, and so I can't run 
4K textures very well on it. It technically can support them at 30 frames a second, but I want to play at 60 as much as I can. So if you go watch his video, uh, all all of his um, recommendations are in there. However, I haven't done texturing for um, particle lights, um, the Ruby HQ, more lights for EMB I did not touch, and all of the additional textures and meshes I did not add in because I don't think they're necessary um, and they do wear down on your system. So if you cut those out, if you're on a lower end, if you're under like a 2060 series card, cut all those out and you will be fine um, to run the major um, retextures. So the Obsidian Weathers, um, Noble Skyrim, all the high poly stuff, SMIM, um, the foliage stuff should be fine. Might have to lower the grass fading a bit just to uh, reduce the amount of fluctuation from 60 to 40 frames. If you do reduce that, that'll keep you in like the 55 to 60 range almost all the time. And of course, you can reuse Ruby EMB and you can use Novalis Reshade um, and all of the other lighting and modifications work just fine, which I was surprised by that they function as well as they did on 2070. But here we are. <laughs> um, so you can check all those out. Um, I won't link his videos because I don't know. I'm not affiliated with him, but I do support the idea. So go check him out if you're interested. It is Heavy Burns. He does a lot of Skyrim overhaul changes and um, redoings, game changes, and things like that to make the game unique um, each way. So... You know, with that being said, I think we're going to go back to playing some more Skyrim because I don't really see anybody in the Discord hanging out. It looks like Sam is over at Spencer's house playing VR. Um, and I'm looking to see if Jerry's online because I would like to play Melee with him. But my guess is he's probably not going to have his controller. So I'll probably just immerse myself into another day of Skyrim. Because right now, you know how I'm playing it is just day by day. I'm using the built-in survival mode that came with the anniversary edition i'm not sure if i like it more than i needs in Frostfall, um but currently i needs isn't updated correctly so it doesn't it's not patched for Frostfall or anything else and so it crashes quite often because it can't um resolve some of the issues that happen um and you also want to make sure you disable um the survival mode if you are going to use Frostfall and I needs because they serve the same purpose. And so you can't have all three running at the same time because survival mode will glitch out the two mods. So keep that in mind. If you are using anniversary edition, um, survival mode is enabled by default. If I'm not mistaken, I think it actually asks you when you first start, but once you start it in the save, you can't, you can disable it, but the mods don't work if you enable them it's really finicky so that's a rip um and of course i equip i don't think is working properly properly yet for a lot of uh not retextures but keybinds are wonky if you use custom keybinds um as well as um a few different uh ui mods that change i use sky hud more hud um and something else um, that changes everything for iEquip, and so it has a hard time interacting with those mods currently. It's not fully patched for all of them yet, so that's why I'm not using those three mods. But oh, and of course, Campfire as well is very buggy for the same reasons as iEquip. A lot of the hotkeys and stuff aren't working because there is a built in camping uh, mod, which isn't as good. Um, the Creation Club version isn't as good as the one you can get on uh, Nexus, 
So right now I have um, that campfire mod. The mod itself is disabled. I'm using the built-in one with an anniversary edition. It's all right. It's okay. Um, I could use some more functionality and definitely need some lot more um, parts and pieces to it. Um, I think the campfire mod does a better job fully fleshing out the experience. Um, so I have a few of those disabled until they're updated. But anyways, I play day by day just because I'm getting used to the mod and I want to prolong it as much as possible. Generally, I get about an hour and a half per day. It's about how long it takes. So um, I played like six hours so far or something like that with the character, which is, you know, it's fun. I enjoy taking it piece by piece because then I don't get burnt out playing for like four hours in a row and be like, okay, I'm kind of tired of playing Skyrim for a while. So if I chunk it up into a less than an hour and a half per play time, um, it really helps the longevity of playing the game and also the character's story arc. Um, it feels a lot more realistic and it allows me to plan out better what i'm going to be doing in the next session so with that being said you know i keep it under 30 minutes for uh you bite-sized listeners out there um have a good week we're getting into the holiday season this is the last week before christmas so you should probably start getting your christmas presents ordered and brought in i'm surprised stuff from target and amazon are still showing up this week for me uh, but um supply chain issues aren't really a huge issue in our area bigger cities a lot harder problem but you should probably be getting your presents soon so that you can wrap them. But with that being said, uh, I'll catch you guys later. Um, enjoy your evening. Have a good morning. Um, whatever you're sipping on, I hope it's great. Um, I'll catch you guys later.